Welcome to the Different Skill Notebook. My name is Anna and Salma, and I am your host. Our last few episodes, we have focused on helping your child find their power and voice through self-advocacy. Today, we're going to do something a little different. I'd like to bring you into um, our process in the Social Mind Center and bring you into a conversation that I had with a parent, and that way you can get a glimpse as to our process. So this parent contacted me and said they needed my assistance. Their child has been recently diagnosed with autism, ADHD, and dyslexia. And I'll tell you a little bit more about the child in a second. Typically, parents will call us for different reasons, but one of the main reasons they call us or they have consulting sessions with me is to help them unravel a diagnosis or a situation that they're going through with their child that the next steps are not clear to them or they don't have a, a clear understanding, a map to solve the situation or to get their child the skills that they need. Our clients are not always children with ASD or ADHD. It's a very big range of skill gaps and skill issues. However, they all are under the realm of social competency, right? So uh, this parent contacted me and um, she has a son and the son's name is Sebastian. We'll just say his name is Sebastian, of course, we would never reveal the name of the actual client. The child is in first grade, so Sebastian's in first grade. And one of the things that I ask parents to do when they call me is to tell me about their child. And I, not about the diagnosis. I know what the diagnosis means. I want to know about the child. I want to know who the child is and more about the child's character traits and personality and passions. I I don't think a child is ever the sum of their weaknesses. And I do not believe that a diagnosis identifies who the child is. Uh, a diagnosis is just to identify where the skill gaps may be within certain skill groups, right? And we'll get into that in just a second. So Sebastian is a first grader. He's a very expressive, passionate, self-aware, interested child. He's motivated, energetic, curious, very clever, very diligent, and really has a desire to succeed. And of course, as we know with COVID, so many of our kids have struggled in more than one way. So when Sebastian came home for home learning, he had a wonderful school community that he was part of. It was really a crisis for him, and many things started to unravel for him. And although his parents have been dealing with sensory challenges in the past, and he's participated in OT and speech and language intervention, he's always been able to navigate a general education classroom and been successful. But now with the home learning, all these things have come to fruition. And also in addition to the autism, ADHD, and he has dyslexia. So mom calls me and I said, well, let's talk about what are some of the things that you're dealing with right now that we need to tackle, right? 
and she said, we're back in school. It was the home learning process was a disaster. And a huge part of it was his inability to self-regulate and just self-manage himself to stay on task throughout the day in the home. But now that's not so much of an issue. What led to that was what the home learning crisis led to was a diagnosis. So now we're in the school environment and he's in a wonderful school community and he has a lot of support. However, when and when he's in school, he's uh, able to manage, navigate his day because he has support that he needs and he has many tools throughout the day. When he gets home, mom says that he has massive meltdowns and he gets aggressive and he's just kind of falls to pieces. So I said to her that this is a common situation. This again falls under self-regulation and his ability to manage his emotions, manage his ability to calm down, know when he's not feeling well, know when he needs to do something, have the words to express himself during situations and have the cognitive flexibility or the flexibility to find an alternative to a meltdown, right? So these are a lot of skills. Self-regulation involves three main skill components, cognitive flexibility, impulse control, and working memory. So I said to mom, well, we need to work on self-regulation. And mom said that he was currently working with an OT. And I said, that's wonderful. And that the OT was implementing a program that she was certified in to deal with his dyslexia, which is wonderful because the dyslexia is also a priority because we want him to do well in school and we want him to be able to navigate his academics so that it doesn't impact his self-esteem and add to the stress that he already has with a body that he's so not in touch with. So I said to mom, so the skill that we're prioritizing here is self-regulation. And we're prioritizing body awareness so that he can have an understanding of his increased stress levels that lead to the meltdown, learning to calm the body and slow down, which helps with impulse control. And it also helps with the aggression and the hitting and finding ways to release his frustration and anger that don't involve aggression. He needs body awareness of his sensory overload. He may be having needing a sensory diet, which his routine can certainly help him with, that he can implement daily proactively prior to the meltdown. In order to avoid emotional meltdowns, you need to be proactive and manage these needs that the child's body has to bring them to a common state prior to the meltdown. So also... I brought to mom's attention that this is a common scenario when you return from school. Children are mentally exhausted, especially children that have to use their intellect to navigate the social environment. And a child with ASD has to navigate the social component of his environment with his intellect because intuitively he is unable to do so. So I said, this is why you're seeing a complete meltdown when you get home, and then you're seeing aggression because he doesn't know what to do with himself. So now let's go to the strategy. 
the strategy is guide a transition to a safe space that reduces the sensory stimulation and allows him to calm his body and mind. He will require assistance to transition after school to regulate. So in order to build this into a habit, he'll need help coming through the door and the reminder of let's go to your safe space. So the strategy would be to redirect him and replace an overstimulating situation again after school, which may be hanging out with his siblings and the siblings are playing and screaming and he may just need time alone in his room. And this may be a strategy that can be applied to cross environments at school. He may need a break, a moment to regroup, a moment to just have space to calm his body. But I was mentioning to mom, he'll need help with that because initially he'll come in and when a, ch- a body and mind are mentally exhausted or on sensory overload, it's not a teaching moment and the person or child needs help to get to that place where they can calm down. So I emphasize that to mom. So I recommended that she continue to work with the OT because this is a person who he's already worked with and we don't want to bring additional um, support after school because he's already dealing with professionals at school and we don't want to make after school equipping overwhelming because he's already on overload. So this is a therapist that he's known for years, so I suggested to Mom that this therapist be the one that implement the sensory diet and that also be the person to help him to come to an awareness of the needs that he has to take a break, to go to a safe space. We decided that he would have a tent or a fort in his room that he would go to to just go to shut down, reboot, and refresh. So I said to mom, in order to build this skill, right, self-awareness of him being on overload and needing to take a break, he needs to be able to identify the signs in himself when he needs a break. And concrete examples such, what does your body do? Or where does it feel like? Do you get really hot? Do you get very nervous? Do you get very anxious? Does it affect your stomach? Like help them to pinpoint where in their body they can get a hint of a sign of, hey, I, I need to take a break now, right? Identify the words that he will use to identify to mom that he needs help to transition to break. Like coming in through the door, mom, I had such a hard day. I'm so tired. I need a break. Um, build the habit of implementing breaks throughout the day and across environments, so such as removing himself from stressful situations or environments that may cause emotional overload. Like help him to identify that. Like if he's at a birthday party, he may need to walk away for a few minutes and have a snack and have something to drink or walk around outside and identify these situations consistently with them and then model the redirection and the replacement and so that he can start to recognize when, where, and how, especially how he feels when he needs to implement this situation. I also recommended to mom that his OT could use the curriculum Zones of Regulation, which raises awareness of emotions, the vocabulary for emotions, 
and how the emotions feel in the body and redirecting the child to calm and certain zones that represent calmness, right? So this made a lot of sense to mom. We also discussed how in the meantime, till he gets more experience regulating his emotions, we were not going to add additional intervention after school because that would be such a long day and that he basically needs rest and then possibly homework or possibly not and maybe including an exercise or a physical activity so that that can help him regulate as well and the OT can help with that whether it was going to be running, biking, swimming, something that would totally help his body calm down because exercise definitely is provides that benefit. So this brings you into a consult session that I had with Sebastian's mom. And it was to address the immediate need that she had. And we will have a future consult to discuss what are the next steps. But I think that she will be spending several weeks, it's not, if not at least two months in building the skill of self of implementing breaks and helping himself regulate. And he already has an OT to do this. So I said we would check in in a couple of weeks and see what the next steps would be. Obviously, Sebastian could benefit from social group and he has an additional speech and language therapy, but pacing yourself is very important when implementing interventions for a child, especially a child that has sensory issues and has self-regulation issues and emotional regulation issues. Because if not, what we deal with is the escalation of meltdowns, and that's not very productive. The body must be calm in order to learn, and fighting meltdowns for learning is not productive. I hope this gives you a glimpse into my consult sessions and how we can be of a help to you if you want to explore your child's learning profile, create one for them and a goal plan to help you sort out all the different options that you have and guidance on interventions and equipping, whether it's training you personally or helping you work with the team that you already have in place. I work with several parents that already have a therapy team and I provide the social competency component and my team chimes in on that. So you can reach me on our website, www.socialmindcenter.com, and you can click on there for a consult and we can start the process. I have a great article on our blog too that it's regarding self-regulation and prioritizing what skills come first when you need a child with a learning difference to learn certain things in order for them to succeed um, academically and across environments. So in order for a child to have social adaptation skills that lead to social skills, they need to be able to self-regulate. So self-regulation would be one of the top skills that we would want all our children to have in order for them to self-manage and be productive constructive and have goal-driven behavior. Well, I hope this session was very helpful 
and I look forward to hearing from you your feedback on the session. And again, make sure to check into our website, www.socialmindcenter.com. Thank you.